The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. RobGolfie.com is the website you want to go to right now, whether you are buying a home or listing your home. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Follow the Golfie team on social media. They're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. We've received a tremendous amount of email over the last few weeks and months. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Rob, how are you? Good, good. It's uh been a rainy and hot summer so far. It's, <laughs> yes. uh, I think, you know, with COVID, uh, we, we, we were, and, and rain this summer, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of tough. It's, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know. I think we're getting robbed. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, re- we haven't really gotten a great stretch. There's always been like a rainy day or a couple of rainy days, you know, interrupting what would really be a great stretch of weather. We've had some really hot and really humid days. Um, but hey, that's the weather. We we can't control it. We can only uh, you know live with it. Just hope for the best. That's all we can do. Exactly. I know it's just like you go away and you know we've done uh, Shirkston uh, resorts, Shirkston beaches, and uh, and uh, weather in June. We actually didn't have too bad of weather. It was a little windy and cool. You couldn't really you know go on the beach. There wasn't many people on the beach. It was a little cool. And then um, and then we went to another place and uh, it was up in uh, Sable Beach and it rained. No, oh, well. the whole time they were there, and like, you know. <laughs> so you haven't had good luck, is, is what you're saying. I haven't had good luck so far. So, so we got a couple more little vacation weekends coming up uh, in in August. We'll see how that works out. That's so. good. It's good to get away, especially after you know over a year of pandemic. Uh, you know, cringing and, and, and pain in a lot of cases. So it's nice to uh, get out and enjoy what this country has to offer because as of right now, we can't at least cross the land border into the U.S. until at least uh, later on next month. But hey, it is uh, it is what it is. We have lots to talk about today. We'll talk about what is a title search. We'll talk about, and, and Rob and I were discussing this even before the show, renting out your backyard, especially if you have a swimming pool or some kind of backyard oasis. Would you do it? Well, there's a company that's actually doing this. We'll talk about buying a home in Australia and whether or not Canada should implement the same kind of rules. Hamilton home prices sky high year over year. In fact, number two in Canada in terms of the price increase. But we'll start with um, some interesting statistics in the Hamilton Burlington area. What's going on? Yeah, so um, our sale, it's cooling off. The market is definitely cooling off. Uh, but the, you know, the numbers are still pretty strong, uh, not as strong as the one, uh, March and April, but it, it is still good. 
Um, so I, 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 I sent, uh, I'm not sure if you have that in front of you. I got it. So yep. the amount of showings that we had from July 11th to the 17th of this year, uh, let, let's say for instance, on the Friday, uh, there was 854, right. uh, yep. bookings for, to book, uh, showings last year, the same, same week or same day, there was 751. So what's happening right now is we are getting more showings but less sales are happening. So um, what I did was um, I printed out and wanted to see what the sales uh, were for the first 20 days of uh, July of, you know, this month and the first 20 days of July of last year. Now, July is when things started picking back up last year. That's when the month where, you know, we we went through this COVID March, April, May, we're kind of unsure June, things started coming back and everybody's starting to get a little bit, we were, we were becoming the new normal of COVID. July is when things just said, okay, COVID's here. This is the new, new world. Let's go. So last year in July uh, of 2020 in Hamilton, there were 667 sales just in the first 20 days. This year in the first 20 days in July is 476. So now there's two, two things that are happening with that July now, it could be that the spring market that didn't happen, which ended up rolling into the summer, that's why last year's numbers are higher now, and that could be a factor. And this year, we are in the summer market, which is normal, and that's, and that's probably why uh, at, at the 476 is probably an accurate number. Again, because we've got 18 months of, you know, off balance of following the norm schedule, uh, so things are starting to catch up. So, so last year, July was um, amazing. And even though like uh, this year that the average sale price is higher now in, uh, Burlington, the first 20 days of July in Burlington last year was 265 sales this year, 154. So hmm. I don't know, uh, Rick, what's your, uh, what's your intake as, uh, as a, a non-real estate agent, uh, consumer out there, what's your intake on that? Well, I would agree with you in terms of the spring and summer markets, because last year, uh, in the spring, we were, you know, crippled by COVID March came around and I know there was 737 homes sold in Hamilton in March of 2020, but that plummeted to 353 in April. And then, you know, spiked up a bit to 610 in May before it really took off in June, July, August, September, October, either at or very close or a little over a thousand homes sold. You look at this year, March, April, May, that's your traditional spring market, right? 1,300 homes right. sold in March. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's the same kind of sim- uh, similar, not as many homes, but the similar kind of ups and downs in Burlington. The traditional spring market last year was paused to the summer. This year we're having, I think, a traditional spring and a traditional summer market. Yes. Yeah. And, um, um, I mean, and the market's still good. I mean, obviously, people are going away now. They opened it up. People are doing uh, uh, booking for travel. I mean, people are booking in Canada uh, and, and you know, doing their, you know, like, actually, where was I that I saw a lot of people? I was, I was in Polk Coburn yesterday, driving through the downtown right by the canal there. I couldn't believe it. everybody was walking around. Uh, they were, you know, sitting, having uh, lunches and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I was going, I was driving through Niagara Falls. Uh, and, uh, and I thought Clifton Hill, you know, just busy with people walking around. And, um, and then I was in Niagara Lake on, uh, uh, Wednesday night 
Uh, and uh, I saw, I saw the Angels Inn, right by the Angels Inn, uh, a tour guide taking about probably 20 people following this tour guide, you know, hmm. going through this, you know, Niagara Lake, this little historical building, which probably is considered haunted back there. And so things are like, I'd say getting pretty close to normal. Like I was just walking. I, I, I wish I should have taken a picture and say, wow, things are starting to get to normal, you know, like. But people are still wearing masks. Yep. Um, but I, I, I'm finding a lot of people are forgiving of people walking around with masks, like if they forget, like it now, because I think people are realizing a lot of people are are uh, vaccinated. Yep. Yep. And they're not as like like I accidentally got up. I was an outdoor patio, got up and had to go to the washroom, and I started walking. Just went, and as I'm getting closer, and now I'm indoors in the washroom. Nobody's in the building. Nobody's in the there. And I go, oh my, I don't have my mask on. But nobody, you know, nobody said anything. So I almost have to put a, a shirt that says uh, "vaccinated." Don't worry. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or get a little know, button so like, or something. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, things are, are are starting to go to normal, and I think we are in a normal uh, summer market with um, with the numbers that are that are happening. Yeah. You, you mentioned the mask. I have a very similar story. It was a few months ago, and actually, I think it was late last year. And I happened to uh, I needed cat or dog food, so I'm going into the pet store, and I I totally forgot my mask in the vehicle. And what reminded me is I I put like two steps into the front door and I saw the sanitation area there and I thought oh wait a minute I don't even have my mask on so I had to go back yeah. back to my vehicle to put it on but back to the real estate numbers here here's an interesting scenario and you brought it up with the appointment center um, July 11th to 17th 2021 there was 4,400 appointments booked um, July 12th to 18th 2020 there was 3,900 and three appointments booked. So, you know, about 500 difference. Are more people looking at homes now, obviously with the appointment center being a little bit higher, but are more people looking at homes now and saying, you know what, I'm just going to wait? Yeah, you know what? Um, the prices are, are, are not, they're looking, but they're not happy with the price. So they're, they're, that's why there's a lot of bookings and less sales. Right. So um, what happens is we the inventory is climbing right now because people's expectations uh, to get a, a price on their houses are a lot higher uh, than it, it, it really is. So we've like like right now we had uh, just just yesterday we had a couple of uh, agents in our office there were, and each one of them was dealing with a multiple offer situation. So one house had two offers and the other had three. And the one with three offers did pretty good. It was in Dundas. The one with two offers uh, was in Hamilton, and the uh, the client rejected. They wanted more money, huh. and it's like like like. So we 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 try to push it. We you know like as realtors, we're going to try to push it. But then the buyers walked away, and you can't get any better than two people or more wanting the same house. Yeah. Like that's that's the ideal. That's what you want. But the the homeowner wanted uh, what their neighbors obviously got, or the or uh, in in March and April. It just it that's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just you know unless you got a house that is done to the nines, yes. But you won't get those twenty or thirty offers that we were used to back then. So think you know what the, we're in a transition market. We're going to almost the normal market. And uh, we'll see what the fall has to bring. Like, you know what, what the real market is going to be like see, is, is September, October. Are we going to get those numbers 
or better. Because uh, I know September, October, there were, we had a, a great September, October, and November. I'm curious to see how that, if we can match those numbers or better. Because last year, that's when, like, this is like everything, everything just got pushed, pushed. You know, you got spring that went into summer, you got summer that went into fall, and all that, and vice versa. But, but yeah, definitely, uh, uh, it's it's going to be it's, this whole year is, is going to be all funny, fun and games to watch. Mm. Yeah, September there was uh, 1,042 homes sold last year. October 990, November 769. So a very active fall market. When we come back, we're going to talk about Hamilton home prices being up 28% year over year. And we'll also talk about buying a home in Australia and whether or not Canada should implement some of the rules that are happening in that country. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Sanford. I'm in studio once again at One Markland. In his broadcast location is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. The hottest listings in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara at robgolfi.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. If you're on social media, you're flipping through Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, check out the Golfy team. And if you have a question for the Golfy team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. If you have a topic idea or a question that you would like answered on the program, send them an email. Still to come, what is title search? And would you rent out your backyard if you had a swimming pool or just a backyard oasis, an area where you think you can make some money? We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Hamilton home prices soaring 28% year over year. So, in June of this year, compared to June of last year, there was a 28% rise in home prices. Hamilton was second on the list in Canada in terms of the biggest increases. Halifax was number one at 30.8%. What do you make of these crazy numbers? Unbelievable. I was surprised to see Hamilton was in the, in the top uh, two or three there because uh, like I thought Windsor might have a, a bigger increase because they were already low. Uh, but Hamilton, and I, and I understand why Hamilton, cause we are like so close, uh, to Toronto and, and we have all the, uh, you know, the transportation, like the go train and everything. So I, that, that makes sense. Now I know Halifax because I have a friend in, uh, in Halifax and, uh, he is experiencing uh, a boom that he's never experienced ever in his life. And he's been a realtor for 30 years and he says he's never seen this ever uh, in the, in the lifetime that he's been doing uh, real estate. So, and, and then I, again, Hamilton, same thing. Like, I mean, 27% year over year, it's, it's just unheard of. And uh, I, I'm sure the uh, investment guys that are selling stocks and mutual funds, they're 
hoping that uh, that ends so they can actually get back on board and start, uh, you know, selling their product out there. But, but yeah, incredible. And I, and I, and I get it. Hamilton is uh, uh, at 28%. There's no doubt we're, we're too close to Toronto and, uh, and it's easy to get back and forth, especially with uh, the go train and buses and everything that we have. We should mention that there are a couple of higher uh, increases than Hamilton and Halifax, but this was based on the 11 Canadian markets that the Terranet National Bank National Composite House Price Index looked at. Uh, Brantford's gain was 31% year over year. St. Catharines was 32%. Niagara in there as well at 32%. No surprise there. Niagara has been an absolute goldmine. Oh yeah, and, and and I still think it's a gold mine. Um, it, it it is getting tougher and tougher um, to find something in Niagara, but there are like it's like it's like you get you go there and you focus on something, just jump on it and grab it because Niagara still has a lot of good deals if you if you go out there and, and you're looking for investment properties. Number three on the official list is uh, Ottawa Gatineau at 26%, Montreal just over 19%, Victoria, B.C. at 18%, Toronto, no surprise, at 15.8%, Vancouver, 14.7%, Quebec City, 10.7%, Winnipeg, 9.9%, Calgary, 6% even, and Edmonton at 5.3%. But uh, yeah, Hamilton, number two on the list, year-over-year price increase in uh, June, from June to June, 28%. That is, uh, that's pretty crazy. Um, it is. Let's, it is. let's talk about Australia and uh, whether or not Canada should implement some of the same uh, real estate rules that are going on in Australia. So maybe we'll start with what is happening in Australia. What do they do differently than what we do? So Australia is having the same uh, boom as we are here in Canada. Very similar styles of government, very similar uh, in, in all aspects, like how Canada is now in Australia. Um, the one thing is they, they don't have blind bidding and blind bidding. What it is, is that, you know, how it is now you submit an offer sealed envelope and then, and then the agent, you know, looks at all the offers. They may have 10, 20 offers. And, and then, and then you just basically have to throw a number and see if you get it. That's how it is here. So, you, you know, basically you, you put an offer in and hopefully you get it in and you're the highest bidder of, of the other 10 or 20 offers that are submitted. Now, nobody knows what the other offers are. Nobody has an idea. So you might find that you, you, you won the bid, but the next best offer can be 20 to 50, even 100,000 less. So do you, did you really have to go 100,000 higher to uh, get that house? And that's what... Uh, uh, Australia doesn't like. They want everybody to know, and you just you go there and uh, and you you bid on it as like an auction. So what they do is they do their auctions uh, apparently on Saturday. So you show up, and if you're interested in that house, and they start a bid, and uh, and then you go there and bid. So if one guy says, let's say the house is uh, five hundred thousand, eight five hundred thousand, some guy says I'll get five ten. Next guy says five twenty. So until, until they drop off and everybody, people can't uh, go that high, then the next guy gets it. But he's only going to get it maybe 5000 or 10000 higher than the last guy. He's not going to get it 100000 than the last guy because he knows what the last bidding was. I think it's a good idea. It's, it, 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 it slows down inflation. So as a buyer, I think it's good. As a seller, they're not going to like it because they like the blind bidding. They like that one guy that's got deep pockets and he's going to put a, you know, he's going to just blow his brains out and just give it all. Right. Um, so they, that's how they do it in Australia. The other thing they don't uh, uh, do in Australia is that you cannot price your house aggressively to 
to get a uh, uh, an exaggerated like a, a, a bid a bidding on a bidding war on it. You cannot like let's say if the house is worth five hundred and you put it at four fifty. You cannot do that there. Really? They don't allow it. Wow. And yeah, and the other thing is you cannot double end. Double ending means is that the agent that has the house listed cannot uh, work with a buyer. He only can work with a seller. So you either work with a buyer or a seller. You cannot work both sides, which I think is good. Most lawsuits do happen when uh, uh, with agents when the agent uh, deals with the buyer and seller at the same time. And during uh, and it just makes it just makes it easier. And I wouldn't doubt that that would happen down the road in the next uh, five years or so. I, I can see that because uh, Vancouver, I'm pretty sure uh, British Columbia has that same rule that you cannot uh, list a house and sell it. You either you, have, you either have to work for the buyer or the seller, one or the other, but you can't uh, uh, work on uh, or represent both of them at the same time. From what I understand, uh, most buyers in Australia don't use agents because there's so much data available to them from uh, you know sale price histories, uh, home inspection results, comparable numbers to neighboring homes. We don't have a lot of that here in Canada either. Yeah, no. So they have, they probably have something like uh, the car dealers, you know, or, uh, you know, when uh, it, if there's an accident on your car, now that car has a record that it had a $5,000 claim or right. a $20,000 yeah. claim. So when somebody buys the next car, they, uh, they know that that's what's happened. So they can, you know, and that's based on price, what you want to pay for. So I, I do think that uh, they do have way more information than Canada does when it comes to uh, people's properties. So um, they probably have, if the house had a fire or they had uh, um, a, a major claim water, like a flood uh, or whatever. So they do have information. They have information to the sales of the properties in, in the area. Um, and I think we have that too. That just happened, but not in all areas. So Australia is, you know, is got a, you know, pretty good. They're making it, uh, they're making it uh, better for the consumer, which I think is a great thing. Um, it, uh, you know, cause there's so much like, and, and then if you look on marketplace and there's agents making deals with people, you know, buy it through me and that kind of stuff. We don't, we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want that. And I'm not sure if you listen to that, uh, market watch uh, video, uh, it, it, it said about, uh, uh reporters were going undercover talking to realtors. Yeah. I'm not sure if you listen. And finding code of conduct uh, violations. Yeah. yeah. I sent that to my team and I said, don't you dare be one of these people. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I sent it to the whole team. I said, please watch. And I set it up that I can tell if they watched it or not. Cause I'll said, and I said, I'm going to quiz you to see if you did watch it <laughs> because you know what you, you it, that, that's, you know, you want, you don't want problems. I'm telling you, it should, but agents, you know, sometimes they follow the wrong uh, path and, and, and they get in trouble. But, uh, but this way, you know, um, I think it, I think it's a good thing that uh, uh, an agent cannot represent both uh, buyer and seller at the same time. Yeah. In, in terms of the bidding process in Australia, the auction on a Saturday, is that, is that enough uh, for buyers or, or even sellers having one day? I know there's like a lead up to it. You get to, you know, tour the home and whatnot, but I don't know. A lot of people work weekends. They might not, uh, you know, want to waste their weekend buying a home. They might want to do it during the week. Is having one particular day a good idea? Should they spread it out a little bit more? Well, what they do is um, they have it on the, they have it open for people to view for three weeks before it goes to auction. So 
um, what they'll do is people can go in and they can read the inspection report. Now, in, in the Hamilton Road scenario, it, we don't really have uh, homeowners or, or realtors, you know, doing home inspection reports, which is a good thing, I think, especially if you're holding offers. Like we, when we sell a condo, we always buy the status certificate, and, it, and the status certificate is is uh it's, it's like sometimes it's 50 pages and it gives the information of that condo building uh the status it's in like if it's in debt or it needs repairs or whatever it gives the financial uh, uh state of that building so we always have that ready so when somebody's looking at it we can send it to them right away now an inspection report yeah i think it's a great idea but sometimes you know you can pay off inspectors like say hey make sure my property sounds good i'm the one that's paying you you got to do it so that's that's the one thing that, uh, you know, is, is a little bit thing. So when, when we look at a house and, and the homeowner says, Hey, I've got an inspection report. I, 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 I have to read between the lines because you, you don't know, right? Like you, you don't know if how, you know, like if it's going to be, you know, fixed because the homeowner paid for that. So, so there's a lot of things like that, but I, I think there should be a different company to hire an inspection report. Uh, a different company that does the inspection report that has that uh, the buyer or uh, uh, the seller don't pay only if you uh, and it, and it somebody's got to pay for it and then somebody can read it. It's an ind- independent company that uh, that they do it without having an influence from the seller or the seller's agent on an inspection report. I think it, I think, I think I just came up with a good idea to, uh, to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. there, there is one similarity between Canada and Australia, and that is that first time home buyers are having some problems getting into the market in Australia because, you know, with this auction process, they, they have a budget or they have a number in mind. And more often than not, they're getting, you know, passed with these people with deeper pockets. Yes. And, 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 and it's, it's the millennial generation is, is, is getting frustrated uh, because they can't afford it. And, and what, and then what's happening is, you know, when you see something that's happening, it's like, uh, you know, it could be a, you know, big boat, it's sinking and it's taking three, four hours to do it, but you know, it's going to happen. It's almost like that. It's like, Oh my God, you know, like you can't do anything about it. It's just happening. And millennials, I mean, they're having a hard time saving money, you're, you know, to, to have a down payment. It just seems like, and housing prices are going up and it doesn't seem like they're ever going to get there. And I was just talking to one of our uh, writers that uh, writes for us and she's a millennial. I think she's 24, 25 years old. And she's going, Rob, I, I, I just, you know what? It's so frustrating because I do want to buy a house, but I, I just don't know how, like, and, uh, and I, so I said, I said, okay, here's how you do it. And I showed her, she's like opened her eyes up and, and going, wow. You know what I mean? Like I said, listen, when you're ready, she's got one more year of school left. She's still working for us part-time while she's going to school. But I said to her, I can help you and I know how to do it for you. And, uh, we'll work that way, uh, and get that, uh, that house for you so that it's the inflation will stop once you own a house. That's pretty cool. There is one other thing we should mention about uh, what's happening in Australia. They they do allow uh, bully offers, and that obviously jacks up the price or, or, or takes a home off the market pretty quickly. It takes the home off the market before it goes to uh, it goes to auction, and it's the same thing we have here. You can get a bully offer. Um, sometimes a bully offer uh, can be better in in Australia than going to auction because, um, like a bully offer may go in strong, so strong that it, it's tempting to take versus going to the auction. Cause you don't know, like, you know what I mean? You have to make a decision. It's mm-hmm. like door number one and door number two. And you know, like it's 
like, which one do you take? And once you take it, that's it. You, you know, that's, that's what you own or sold, you know? So it, it, it would be interesting to see because, you know, you know, all these auctions were happening on Saturday, you know, you're only going to buy one house. I, I would like to see the strategy behind, you know, which house these people go to first, probably the one that they'd like the most or the one that they think they can get, you know, how high are they willing to go beyond the asking? The, the strategy behind it really interests me. Yeah, well, they said it only takes about 15 minutes to do. So once you get there, I'm sure <laughs> they have to organize people. So it's probably a total, maybe um, a half an hour to an hour once yeah. everybody's there. They said, okay, here's here's what what we're going to do, we're going to start and everybody starts the bidding. Boom. Somebody gets it. That's it. Then apparently the, a lot of the auctions aren't held at the same time. So like you can actually probably go to three or four auctions throughout wow. the day. So they don't, uh, they don't, uh, have all the auctions at like at nine o'clock Saturday morning and yeah. cross because obviously there's more than, there's going to be more than one house that's going to be up for auction. So and if, especially if it's in the same price point, you want to make sure you get everybody there. So if I had a house for sale, uh, for 500,000 and I'm going up for auction. I, well, the next guy will probably say, well, listen, I'll go an hour later. And then, you know, cause especially if it's in the same area. So yeah. you don't want the same time for sure. I'm sure they organize that pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm just picturing a herd of people, all the ones that didn't get the house going to the next auction. And then, and then all the ones that didn't get that house going to the next one. It's probably <laughs> really, probably Absolutely. really fun to see. Uh, when we come back, would you rent out your backyard if you had a swimming pool or some kind of amazing oasis? We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here, Rob Golfie there. He's a sales representative with Remax's Skirtman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905 575 7700, and follow the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, and and Instagram. If you have a question or a topic idea for a future show, send the Golfie team an email, questions at robgolfie.com. So, Rob, you sent me an email earlier today on a website that I've never heard of, but now I am really interested to see how this works. And it's basically people renting out their backyards, many of them have pools, to strangers. Yes. Can you and, and if you go on that website, you're going to see houses uh, in Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, Stony Creek, everywhere. <laughs> wow. People that have homes with, with pools in their backyard. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And I, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, it, it's called uh, uh, Swim, swim Up Fire. I, I, I don't have it here in, I think in front of me. I think it's Swimply.com. Swimply.com. And what it is is you can rent out your backyard <laughs> by the hour, yeah. $55 or whatever you, you, you do. And it's like, it's like, it's like a, uh, an Uber, whatever, rent your backyard or Airbnb backyard. Now 
I did some research on it. I called my insurance company and I called a, my friend as a lawyer. That's a, a personal injury lawyer. Um, there is a, like this company does offer, they do have an insurance policy to cover. It's a million dollars for in case there's injury and also 10,000 for the homeowner in case there's damage. But like if, if people put an in-ground pool or a pool in their backyard, don't they, the reason why they put that in is because they don't want to go to a public pool. Yeah. And now you and have they, strangers they want their in own your privacy. Pool. They want their own recreational. Now they're inviting people to come in. <laughs> um, I, 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 it's like, I you know what? Maybe times are tough. Maybe people need that money. I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, this obviously must've started, uh, when COVID last year or something like that. And I think it's a, it's a bad move for anybody because no matter what, if somebody hurts themselves, you get an 18 year old kid becomes paralyzed. Do you know, you don't, you don't, a million dollars is not going to cover that kid for the rest of his life right. for insurance. And I called, I called uh, a friend of mine that is a personal injury lawyer. And I said to him, I go, if somebody hurt themselves in somebody else's backyard, even though they waive their rights and suing the homeowner, all that, he goes, we still will file a claim against the homeowner. We will. Mm-hmm. So even though uh, uh, Swimply will have a, a million dollar life insurance policy, they go after everybody that's involved in there. So you're not only going to get uh, people, uh, lawyers coming after you, but then if is your insurance company that you have going to insure, uh, uh, insure you or help you because you didn't tell them you, you were renting your backyard. They're going to say, Hey, you're on your own. Yeah. And we, we, it- what about this? If your insurance company finds out and you haven't told them, now uh, I'm I'm assuming your rates are going to go up because now you have all these people in your backyard uh, for maybe every other weekend or every weekend. Yeah, you you have to you have to call your insurance company if you're going to do this and pay uh, an additional uh, insurance uh, to cover for that. Um, I, I just think there's too much liability. Um, I, I mean, like. Uh, Swimply has a lot of, you know, rules and stuff like that. No, mo- no more than 10 people. Um, you know, they must, and some, some places they say you have to have one child there just, just to keep it tamed, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I think if you're, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's a, a bad idea. Pools, they cause a lot of, they can cause a lot of problems. And, and there's a reason why they have a gate that has to close automatically as soon as you open it so that no kid can walk back there. But now you're inviting people uh, to have parties in your backyard and drinking and, and whatever. I, I think it's a bad idea. Um, I don't know it enough, but you just, you just, you just, it just takes one person and it could be, it could be your house. And then guess what? Insurance companies will insure you in the future because you know, I, I, I just think it's, uh, I, I just couldn't believe I've seen it, but it's there. It's, <laughs> it's there. Yeah, it's news to you too now. Oh, d- definitely, this <laughs> is uh, this is shy. I- I'm taking a hard pass on this too. Not that I have a backyard pool, but I mean, I'm not inviting anybody, uh, certainly strangers in my backyard, to you know whoop it up. There's uh, on on the website attractive pool in Burbank, California, forty five dollars an hour. There's an oak forest oasis in Houston, Texas. $30 an hour. And, you know, look at these prices. You're not getting rich doing anything. I mean, no, there's, there's, I know. A, there's a lot of harm, you know, knock on wood that no one drowns in your pool because that's the worst case scenario. Now you have lawsuits and, uh, you know, your, your, your life has changed um, uh, completely. But only that, apart from the swimming pools, you can also rent out um, home studios, private gyms, 
basketball courts if you have that on your property as well. So it's not just the pool aspect, it's everything on your property, which yeah, seems kind of scary. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about title search and what is it. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. And one last go-round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, chatting today with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. Don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. What is a title search? Title search is something what the lawyer does and searches the title of the property that you're buying or you own. Um, what they find on there is, uh, if there's a mortgage on there, let, let's say you bought this property 10 years ago and you registered a mortgage of 300,000. Um, it'll, it'll show that there's a registered mortgage for 300,000, but that mortgage is probably half paid for. So you just have to calculate, uh, when it was registered and say, Oh, you know what? It's probably the, their mortgage is not 300,000. There are also, uh, things on there like, um, uh, uh, let's say um, water, uh, like furnace and water heater. Okay. There, they'll be on title. Like when people go in and uh, rent uh, a, a water heater or a, a furnace, um, the furnace company will put uh, a, a thing on title to say, "Hey, um, this house can't be sold unless we're paid out first. So don't, you know, in hands can hand exchange. That's one thing. Uh, sometimes construction companies they'll put a lien on a house. Um, because they did work on it and the homeowner, you know, thinks that there's nothing going on and there could be a lien on a house for 10 years before he decides to sell. Hmm. And when he does sell, he has to, uh, uh, pay that out or, or, uh, work it out with the construction company so he can sell his house and, and mortgage companies will not give you a mortgage. If you do have, uh, something registered on title that it shouldn't be there. Um, it, 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 it's, there's a lot of things on there. Um, there, there would be, um, uh, um, liens that people try to sue you, obviously like construction liens. There could be, um, um, what do you call it? Um, not right away. I'm going blank on this where sewer lines can be on there. Like the, the title search sees everything. And when you take possession of the house, that should be all cleared. And then you start your record on that, on that 
on that home. So now, what what if something is uncovered? You know, you you've purchased at home, you've you've done a title search and now something's been found. What do you do? Well, what we normally do is let's say let, let, let's say if we have a closing date. Let's say today, you know, the Saturday, we have a closing date 3 months from now. Okay. For, usually with something that long, 30 days prior to closing date, I'll say that the lawyer must search title prior to that date. And if he doesn't, um, and, he, and he goes past that date, we'll say, too bad. You, you guys got to close. We gave you time to, to search. So what his job is to do is search title. And if there's any issues, that this is, the, this is the, the buyer's lawyer, then he goes to the seller's lawyer and say, hey, you guys have this on title. You guys better get this fixed because otherwise we're not going to be able to close. Uh-huh. So that gives that lawyer, the seller's lawyer, 30 days to go to his client and say, listen, we've got to fix this before closing. Otherwise your house ain't going to close that day. So, so that's why they have to do title search. So a lot of times they teach uh, agents uh, when they're in school to at least have two weeks prior, two weeks prior to closing date to have the buyer's lawyer search title so that if there's any issues, they got two weeks to rectify any issues on title. Now, some uh, lawyers, uh, they get lazy or they just didn't pay attention they do the title search the day before closing. Guess what? If there's an issue, that property isn't closing the next day. Yeah. And, and, and it's the lawyer's fault because if he found this issue out two weeks prior, he could have gone to the client, the seller, and, and said, listen, you've got this issue. You've got to get this resolved. Otherwise, your house is not closing. And a lot of times it does get closed. Sometimes there's something registered on title that, that's a mistake from somebody, and that's how you, you fix it. Sometimes the city can put something on there uh, that didn't clear it, and it's got to be cleared. Like There's so many things. You have, you'd be surprised how many things are on people's titles that they don't know, and then all of a sudden, the day before, to, re- to rectify it, they don't have enough time. That's why... Title search should always be done two weeks or more prior to the day uh, of closing day. And, uh, but it, does, it doesn't take long for uh, a lawyer to, to, to access or access um, the people's uh, records for that. That's a whole mouthful, right? You know, hey, that was, you explained it uh, very well. I'm sure there are some listeners out there who maybe have forgotten whether or not they got a title search. In 30 seconds, is, is it easy to do? Is it, is it costly to do? Yeah, it, 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 I, there is a cost to it. You can go to the registry office and do it yourself or the lawyer can do it. So it's, it's, sometimes it's, uh, you know, like I, I, I've, I've searched title on, on sometimes properties that I've purchased to find out what's going on with it, you know, and uh, in, in the past, I haven't done lately, but in, in the past when uh, I'm negotiating, I'm trying to find out what's going on with this property. And I, I have searched title myself. Absolutely. All righty. we got to run. If you're buying or selling a home, go online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Thanks for listening to the Golfie Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.